Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. iHeartRadio station. Why can't you be a Viking fan and looked at the first three games and say, we could be 3-0. and We win next week, we're 1-3. and We're back home. We beat the Chiefs, we're 2-3. and Then it's, let's go. Beat the wall. You can talk to God, go banging on his door. You can throw your hands up. You can beat the truth. You can break rocks. You can be a master. Don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself and you can find yourself. One Mark Rose and two-time Hall of Famer, preposterous statement, tournament Hall of Fame. Only four members in that hall. Wow. You know how I feel about Halls of Fame. There should only be four guys in Major League Baseball. I know. You said that. But then we have, actually have four in the PSP. Uh-huh. is crazy. In I think court. we have five, actually. Five. No, who's, who's the late? We haven't had a new addition lately. Uh, we haven't done it in a long time. And then, there's, then there's the... Uh, uh, the pavic, as we like to right. call it. The uh, minister- Where do you want to start today? Uh, Vikings, Gophers, well, I think the Packers, fresh- Lions, Twins. Do we want to start Coach Prime? Wild. Wild. Uh, Wild. How about the weather? They had a preseason wanna- game yesterday. We want to talk well, about did. the weather. It was uh, the buddy romance raining. between Kelsey and, and, and Taylor uh, Swift. Yeah, that was Where pretty, do you start? pretty emotional. Um, well, I think you it's decide. the freshest uh, on, on the minds of the fans is obviously what happened yesterday at U.S. Bank. But I, I think there's a big picture that needs to be looked at. And uh, What is the big picture? Well, here, uh, the big picture is this. And, and, and fans, and rightfully so, um, I was there, I listened to KOC, I listened to Kirk after the game. And, and we're all frenetically, as if you're watching at home, you're at the game, whatever, listening on the radio frenetically wondering what's going on. Uh, I mean, Hawkinson, I was just telling uh, Brandon, uh, after Hawkinson caught that fourth down pass for the first down, he, along with pretty much everybody in his team, to me, they were acting like it was the middle of the first quarter. There was, and I'm not blaming him, I'm just observing. It's an observation. There I think you should blame him. zero urgency, like thinking like, well, I, I don't think I'm hearing anything. We need to rush back to the huddle. Like We're going to clock it here or whatever. So the whole thing was out of sync because... If you watch Hawkinson's body language after he catches the ball for the first down, again, like it's, it was like the middle of the first quarter. He's just getting up, kind of lollygagging around. But we all know there was critical mistakes made. Uh, whomever you want to lay that on, which is fine, and they deserve it. And, and KOC took the hit for it as much as he can, saying the crowd noise is interfering, blah, blah, blah. Kirk could have clocked it. Any Any number of things could have happened. They could have thrown the ball away. Okay, we we I get it. Uh, it was a misfire any number of ways, but to me, this honestly, what's going on with this team right now at zero and three um, goes back to the the conversation to me starts with the playoff game last year when the Vikings had home field advantage against the Giants and Daniel Jones came in here and shredded that Viking defense. This was last year's team. Yeah, but Donatello's not here anymore. We got beef flow. Uh, I, that fixes everything. That's what I was told. 
Everybody told me we just need to get a new defensive coordinator. Wait till the... They were wrong. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so when I said I didn't think it was a defensive coordinator, I must have yeah, been right. The, well. the personnel uh, on this team, uh, certainly the, the front four, it's um, very... There's no... I mean, Daniil Hunter's a playmaker. He can make plays. The rest of them... Yeah, and, and Pete Bursich pointed this out brilliantly. Uh, with the numbers of people, the numbers of blitzes, uh, basically rushing six, seven guys and not being able to get to, to Herbert yesterday. It goes, again, it goes back to Daniel Jones. I don't know if they blitzed as many times last year in the playoff game, but it's a continuing theme. They simply do not have the personnel right now on this football team to execute what B-Flow wants or thought he could do. And, and it started really with even last year. Um, when, when that when that arrogance of and rightfully so of Daniel Jones comes into U.S. Bank Stadium in that hostile environment and tears apart the Viking defense, and we've seen Tampa Bay have success, obviously in Philadelphia, and then Herbert forty out of forty seven yesterday, four hundred yards. Keenan Allen was running around yesterday like a high school kid playing against some Pop Warner. Secondary. He was open. You better be careful if Karn hears this. Literally the entire game, Keenan Allen was open, and for 215 yards. So I mean, this isn't he was going targeted to... targeted 20 times and caught 18. Uh, unbelievable. That's that never. No, happens. I mean that he was doesn't happen. Other time he was open. He was targeted all. 20 times and caught 18. Well, of them. and the comfort factor that that Herbert had um, very seldom. Uh, that he get shoved down even after he threw the ball. So, I mean, it gets back to, and I've watched, you know, these Viking defenses over the years and they've had some, we know, we know the names, even going back to the Williams wall. And, you know, they've had, they've, they've honored the likes of Jared Allen and, you know, they've had some ferocious def, uh, pass rushers over the years and other guys who played their roles. Daniil is the, is a lone soldier right now. And he's kind of playing a different kind of role right now. Uh, they don't have the people to, to make this happen. And when you don't get any contributions from your 2022 draft class, on uh, and, and, and the, the back end of it, with Lewis Seen and Booth and Asamoah, and all, none of these guys are contributing to the point where you're going, okay, I get it. And when you, when you swing and miss that many times in that draft class, this is the end result. Not why didn't, you know, the, the clocking and all that. And I think last year, honestly, Common, I think we look at it, uh, they were they were they were very fortunate to win a lot of those games. The double doink in in London against New Orleans, you know that that whole thing. There were a lot of games the Vikings won, uh, the turnover battle, whatever. Josh it might Allen be. fumbling the ball at the half. Exactly, yard. perfect case in point. This is what I'm saying, and and, and I'm not saying that they they won the games. They deserve it. But so when people go, well, Evans should have caught that ball. Well, yeah, a lot of things should have happened last year. Could have happened last year that worked in the Vikings' favor. So maybe it is a, a sort of like a, the you know karma's catching up with them, but they just don't have the personnel so, and the line play offensively and defensively just is not there. So do you think there was a guy last year? I remember who he was. He kept chanting, "Maybe it's not Donatell, and it's the Vikings' defensive personnel." Do you think maybe he was on to something? I think so. I think so. I'm not saying it, it was a bad decision to, to make that move, but. Um, Yes, Wait, I, 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 I have to I, do this real quick. And that, yeah. I was kind of blowing my own And again, it's not to suggest that you know they still shouldn't have won the game yesterday, or could have won. I should, should say could have won the game yesterday. Uh, the turnover early on, and you know other things, but a lot of things have to go right for them to 
to win because of their inability on defense. Uh, and even, you know, the offensive line we know still has plenty. We'll see if Reisner, I assume he's going to play, excuse me, next week in Carolina. Um, uh, they just don't have the people. I mean, you, you look at their, I mean, try, see if I can find the defensive. I mean, Evans led the team in tackles yesterday with 11. Uh, you know, Hicks had a decent but he, game. he had to make but, that interception. you got to yeah, make But when you start talking about, here, here's the, Harrison Phillips, Jonathan Bullard, Pat Jones, DJ Wanham. You know, I know. I think Bullard made the play on fourth down when they ran the ball. You know, the Chargers got stuffed on fourth down. They gave the Vikings that chance. Yeah, but these guys aren't. They're not pass rushers. They're not. They're not built for that. They're not. They're not the type of players that are going to disrupt. When you watch, um, sounds like you're down on the club. Well, I'm down on the defense. When 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 you watch, you know, even uh, the, the Los Angeles defense, which is notoriously not good. The um, defense made a stop on a fourth and one and gave the offense yeah, the ball to the 24-yard line. With with a run. You're right. They, they ran it. Them. They stuffed them. Yeah, I would have thrown it if I was Herbert <laughs> because they couldn't stop. The th- I would have thrown a three-yard out to, uh, on, that, on that point to, to uh, Keenan Allen because they couldn't stop him. Yeah, they stopped the run. They only ran the ball. Listen, they rushed for a grand total of 30 yards, the Chargers. So got to establish the run. Got to have a balance. No, you don't. Not when you have that many players wide open. Do you think Staley made a mistake by, I mean, forget hindsight. Well, yeah. obviously, you can't really forget hindsight. He decided to go for it instead of punting. No. I See, just think, I, I, I don't mind. I, no. I win the game. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I think that, you know, the Vikings had, you know, 10 guys up on the line. I, I seriously would have faked the run and thrown the ball, you know, had a simple out or something. I probably would have been more successful. Or how about pitch it to Keenan Allen that have him throw it downfield <laughs> to another that guy? That could work. That would never work. That would never work. So I guess the point is, I you know, with everything, and, and I understand. they they. I still thought they were going to win the game. When they, you get that in that kind of position, they, their red zone play has been, on the, on the flip side, the inability of, of this team to cash in and the opportunities they've had inside the red zone, inside the 10-yard line, have been striking. And plenty of blame to go around with that. And plenty of... Of yeah. questions that should be answered. They had two red zone possessions late in the game and they came did. up with no points. Correct. And correct. their third down conversion rate, I think yesterday was four for thirteen. Is that correct? Um, I have to look it up. I think it's four. For, probably, I think they were four for thirteen yesterday. Yeah. So it's just you know, a lot of those things that have added up. But I think again, I, when the reason I started with the, the playoff game last year, we were thinking, well, that's last year's team. But that's the theme. What what the Giants did, when Daniel Jones did, when you see the Giants aren't exactly a juggernaut right now. What Daniel Jones did to the Viking team in a playoff game here at U.S. Bank Stadium is exactly what Justin Herbert did yesterday, except at a, at a higher level even yesterday. He was so happy because he was so clean the entire game. The Vikings never you never felt like, you know, the, he. And I think Daniel knocked the ball out of his hand once and then they were able to recover it. But he didn't get battered around. I guarantee you, he went, got on that airplane last night back to Los Angeles and he was like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. I didn't get hit once, really. Any authority, I didn't have to feel like I had to rush any throws. It's pretty hard to win a football game when you got, you know. And then you look at the quarterbacks the Vikings still have on their on their schedule. And I'm just going, man, these teams watch a lot of film. I don't know how you change it. And B flow, I, I think is the scheme is fine. Keep blitzing, but um, it's it's just uh, they blitzed. What did you say it was 84 percent of the time yesterday? Something like that, yeah. Well, they have like you know, like Bruce was pointing out his film. St- I mean. They have eighty four percent, three, four guys, three guys back. That's it, defending them. No wonder Allen's open. If you don't put pressure on the quarterback, 
you you better if you blitz like that, you better get to the quarterback. It doesn't mean sacking him, but you better rush, make him rush that throw. I think Beeflo knows that his coverage unit isn't any good either. I'm sure he so does. He says, well, my, oh. my best chance yeah, you're is right. to blitz because I don't have anybody He's, that can cover anybody. Just you know, yeah. I can't rush four, right? Because we can't cover anybody. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, he's not. He didn't just wake up and go. Eh, I think you know, he knows what his person. I don't know is. if you know this, but sometimes during practice, yeah. the team will use chairs in order. I to, hadn't heard that. Yeah, they'll use. Well, John Madden <laughs> said it best. He said so it. You could say it good. Yeah. He said well, that teams will use it in, during practice. Here's what. Here's okay. Here's what John. You know, sometimes when you practice, you'll set up chairs. You know, and you run through chairs just to show zones and stuff. The Viking defense looks like it's chairs. Yesterday, yeah. they looked like they were chairs. Yeah, I mean, I, I had uh, the opportunity to, you know, again, because I, I have basically, when you're up in the press box, you can look at the 22 wide. And I had my eyes on Allen a lot of times, and I just watched him, and he's floating around out there. You know when you play a pickup game, and you're, you know, maybe with your buddies in the backyard, and yeah. you got one guy, and you go, go down to the third picket fence and take a left, you know, go... Allen was like just playing pickup football yesterday because there's no one near him. Well, when we, when we, <laughs> they only had three guys back there. Well, when we oh, when man. we come back, we'll uh, we'll see what kind of answers you have to try to get a turnaround. Let's see what you would okay. do, Mark Rosen. Sorry, also, uh, Coach Elite and Coach Prime both took it on the chin. They sure did. So we'll talk about um, uh, those two teams too. Plenty more to get to with the legendary Mark Rosen. Tenna being the common man here on the fan. Fan the fan. Follow the fan this football season on Twitter and Instagram, and you could win $100 in gas money thanks to your local Chevy dealers. One winner will be chosen every Friday. Brought to you by your select Heartland Chevy dealers. Find new roads. Now, that might not be funny, but this is you're getting ripped. For what? Well, you ready? Yeah. Booth at KBN.com. Common, the losses suffered by the Vikings and Gophers were unsettling, but not nearly as unsettling as how big of a fraud Monday morning Mark is. Monday morning Mark just stated multiple times that the Vikings simply don't have the players, and he traced it back to the loss to Danny Jones mm-hmm. and the Giants in the playoffs. Right. Well, why didn't you say so in the offseason, Mark? All offseason, it was duckies and bunnies. Beef low this, beef low that, blaming poor Ed Donatel. Now... First of all, I, I didn't blame Ed Donatel. Oh, you didn't? Oh. No. And secondly, I had kind of a wait and see thing, approach. I oh, thought okay. they would it would probably even out. I mean, I don't know what. I and like I said, it look, it's not even to suggest that they're incapable of of obviously turning some things around. Any one of these games, if they stop turning the ball over, the NFL is almost built that way. Unless you're a superpower, look, at, they're not going to compete with. Philadelphia and San Francisco, to me, are clearly the cream of the crop in the NFC. And I think your Lions are, you know, they're behind. They're not They're not there, but they're getting there. They're getting oh, closer. Oh, because really? why? 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 Because they have players like Aiden Hutchinson on defense. They have a a, a very strong offensive line, which they really built through the draft. Absolutely. Really That's how you win football games. And the Vikings, I thought with, you know, the, I thought the offensive line was going to be better. Now we'll see what happens with Reisner. They they were able to run the ball pretty effectively yesterday, um, but the turnovers have killed them. And then that's where when you're playing teams that are you're basically Tampa Bay and the Chargers, they're certainly on the same playing level as those two teams. Not um, Philadelphia, not on the road certainly. Four days after your opener, 
Um, obviously, Carolina is a team that they, they should beat. Uh, they come back and play the Chiefs. Somebody's always got to go. Yeah, right. Adam Thielen, big day yesterday. Do you think in Carolina? Andy Dalton is is going to is going to be the quarterback. Do you again. think in Ca- in Carolina they're saying the Vikings are a team we should be? Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I'm sure Andy Dalton, who's played against the Vikings a number of times, is probably licking his chops watching that film today. But I, I don't think it's a question. I mean, it's 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 an observation for watching what we have here and the inability. And the way the teams have adjusted to what the Vikings are doing defensively. And they still should have won the game yesterday. Here's some. They uh, should have won the game yesterday. Here's uh, several Brad John Brian Cave and text line messages from 64686. This one says um, Rosen is fine. The issue is that the Vikings just made too many mistakes combined with the lack of elite personnel. That's the bottom line. I tend to agree. Mm-hmm. Here's another. Common statistically, the Vikings are done since 1990. 158 teams have started 0 and 3. Right. Only four have made the playoffs, 2.5%. Mm-hmm. None ever hoisted the Lom- uh, well, Lombardo trophy. Yeah, I, I mean, to, for people well, to start to think about, I, I, I kind of get a kick out of when team knows how many players make, make the playoffs. The objective last year was to win the division, as it is every year, which the Vikings did. And, of course, that means you make the playoffs, and that means you get to host a playoff game. That's why I started the discussion with the Giants game. All those things happened last year. And what happened? They got thrashed. Even though, And they could have won that game. Should not that they would have gone any further. Yeah, again, they would have Your go- guy checked down and your tight well, end couldn't break it's a not, A lot more that happened than, than that play in that game. Beeflo, not- here's another. Beeflo's situation reminds me of when North was here right. in charge of the offense. He took abuse because we weren't throwing enough deep passes. And Teddy got grief, too. And he was always having to tiptoe around the fact our offensive line couldn't protect Teddy at all. He grew really weary of being questioned about it. I can see Beefalo opting out of Minnesota on the next train. Now that he's familiarized with his defense here. I mean, if not for Daniil, who on this defense is an impact player? Signed, I, Rosen sold us another bill of goods guy. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Pretty funny. Here's another. The Vikings haven't won since Rosen married the Vikings' chief legal officer. <laughs> no! Well, they haven't. I uh, know. I can't, can't argue that. <laughs> so you were associating that. Well, I think maybe he's asking you to get a divorce. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's what he's asking. Well, and this one, this is breaking news. The Vikings just stole, sold the stadium naming rights to Schneidermans. Cheers. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, I mean... I, Look, it, it's, it's uh, as, as, as the late Bud Grant said, this is the entertainment business. It's, it's highly entertaining stuff. And if you win a game like that at home, they could have won both of the, the Tampa Bay. Think of the different discussion we're having today. You, then you over, it's easy to overlook the, weak, the inherent weaknesses that a lot of teams have. As you look around the National Football League. Um, I mean, how does Dallas get beat in Arizona yesterday? I don't know. That, that shocked me. That was the, probably that was the big did stunner. I, did I take Dallas and spread swing? I don't think I did. I hope not. Uh, besides, to look it up. I took the Chiefs. I know that. I think I had that. Um, that was a tough one. This one says again. This is why you trade Jefferson, Hawkinson, and Cousins now for O and D line. No Vikings well, team has ever won with a great receiver. See Randy Moss for one. You do need offense. It's, well, look it's at a the, cliche, but you got to win the, the game. 98, the 98 team that Randy Moss was a rookie uh, part of had the best offensive line. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. In my time, I mean, I think going, you know, you go back to obviously the 70s era with Tinglehoff and, you know, the teams they, they had there with Ed White and those guys. But that that offensive line with Randall McDaniel was the best offensive lineman I'd ever seen. And Jeff Christie and, and Stussy and those guys and um, Robert Smith. That was why the Vikings were able to score as many points as they, as, they did as well. As we go to break, I'll read this last text message. It just says... Guys like Rose and Road, Ed Donatell out of town because of his bend but, break, <laughs> bend but don't break defense. Well, how do you like your new aggressive beef low defense now, Mark? 13 and 4 as compared to 0 and 3. When will Rosen apologize to Ed Donatell? I never, I don't think um, my criticism of Ed Donatell was. Oh, there was plenty of it coming from you. Everybody. I stuck up. I was the only person that stuck up for Ed Donatell and said, well, maybe were, it's the personnel, won, and again, it's not Ed Donatell. And they won in spite of it. And this is my point, is that had the fight, there's different discussion. But Ed Donatell was a great defense. Ed Donatell's defense made key plays that won games for us in the end of the game. They did. Ed Donatell did. Should, should never have been let go, ever. Well, his defense and it looks no different than B-Flows, and it looks no different than Mike Zimmer's in the final two years. Yes, exactly. that, well, that's just and all it. I know is Ed Donatell's team was 13-4. and four. And you get, well. <laughs> well. It's they, almost like they've missed on all their defensive draft picks. Yeah. I mean, again, people go, well, we got we to we suck for the number one and get one of those quarterbacks. Would Ed Donatell, Who's going to play the line? Would Ed, would, is Ed Donatell available to take over the defense today? But he, could we rehire I him? I don't think he's been hired. Biggie's out there. Something to look into. We'll take a break. One more segment to go. Common Man Program in the Fan with Common Tennessee and Mark Rosen. Stay connected to the fan. Common Man Program, Common Tennessee, and Mark Rose. And last segment, before we talk a little go for football, because I want to get your thoughts on that. Yep. Just a couple of quick text messages. This one says, um, Common, we knew this was coming, the kicking the can down the road, bumping our heads against a salary cap, competitive rebuild, piecing mm-hmm. things together. Time to blow her up and start over. The Cousins era is over. Draft a new QB, rebuild around him. It will sting for a few years but it must be done for the future. You could make an argument for that. Well, yeah, I'm not quite sure what that even means, though. I mean, I, I you know, you have uh, you have to have your draft picks just the way the world works in the NFL. You can't just have a franchise quarterback. Yeah? You have to have other pieces. Yeah, and, and this kind of gets back to the discussion about the 2022 class. We'll see. Obviously, you look at Justin Jefferson. You look at Jordan Addison this year. Two of the prime receivers. I think Addison's going to be a terrific player. He already is. But he's going to get better and better. And Jefferson, you hope, will sign a long-term deal here. He's as as elite as they are in the NFL. So 
We want to talk about draft picks. Uh, they struck gold, I think, with both those guys, especially Addison in the, well, in the context. Speaking of JJ, yep. Ralph Ralph from New Jersey, he's, yeah. all, he's oftentimes called us. Ralph sure. says, why couldn't we target JJ 18 times? They targeted Allen 20 times for 18 completions. Well, why can't we target JJ 18 well, times? Well, they didn't throw a ball to a wide receiver in the first quarter. I mean, it was it was weird. I mean, and then, you know, JJ ended up getting, he had to come out for a little bit. Uh I don't know. I think they were probably blanketing him a little bit more. He he, he was well, why fine. Don't we, why don't we blanket Allen? It could it be a uh, because they only had three guys back in the defensive secondary. Oh. They were blitzing everybody else. I don't know why they didn't make the adjustment. B flow. If they ask him, I I don't know what else they could have done other than you know double teaming him all the time. Because I I got like I said, I kept watching him going. He was. He couldn't stop smiling. He was so open all the time. Can it be? Why didn't we target JJ eighteen times? Eighteen's a lot. That's a lot. I, I always find it interesting. Allen was targeted twenty. Whenever that, whenever a team loses, we right. try to find certain stats that can fit our narrative about how we're going to rip on the Vikings. Correct. The the when when JJ wasn't targeted early on, basically two drives. The first mm-hmm. drive, they were handing the ball, handing the ball, handing the ball, and it was working until right. Hawkinson oh, yeah. put the ball on the turf. So, like, I, there's there's nothing about the play calling on the first drive that I would rip in any way, shape, or form because they right. were nope. moving the ball, okay. right? And your player put the ball on the turf. All right. Second drive, what they go three and out. So, yes. yeah, I guess you could have targeted him there, but the drive ended so quickly. I mean, he still caught seven so for dr- yeah, yards. He had I mean, a very good game. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. But, I, but the whole competitive the Allen character had eighteen for two fifty one. Who had a better game? Two fifteen. Um, Two fifteen. Who had a better well, game? You put JJ against our secondary, and he probably would have been targeted twenty times too. Yeah, I, I think that it, it, circumstances allowed him to do that because Vikings would you put trade a hand JJ for Allen straight up right now? No, I would, no, I wouldn't trade JJ for any wide receiver. Uh, I just want to ask. Uh, Tyree Kill looks pretty good. I thought, yeah, would you trade him for Tyree Kill straight up? No. Would you trade Hawkinson for Laporta? Who's Laporta? Who's Laporta? I know wow. he's a guy. I'm just kidding. Roar has been restored. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice win for the. the by the way, yesterday. you know what I found ironic? The coach saying that the crowd was too loud and and they couldn't yeah. hear. The crowd is yelling, "Spike it, spike it, I spike it!" <laughs> like I said, I, you watched that play. It <laughs> just would, it struck me not so much. Again, we know what happened, but when you watch Hawkinson catch that fourth down pass, and that was a you know that was a huge play. Obviously, they put themselves in a great position. It just I I don't understand why. We watch these teams over and over again. They practice this stuff all the time, especially at the end of the week. He got up with no urgency. No one around him looked like he was. In, they were urgent to get back. I'm thinking because well, they they wanted to run another play. They, they uh, wanted to run another. The, the coach when? explained. Fine, it. that's no, fine. The coach explained, but they say he couldn't hear the play. He was supposed to call in a play because they wanted to catch no. San Diego with the same personnel that they played on fourth down. They didn't want to spike it, give them a chance to but change the But you still hustle back to the huddle. I don't. I that's know, my but point that's what is. they said. It was just an odd, I, again, it didn't dictate exactly. Hawkinson's body language didn't dictate what happened you're on the get, play. You're getting ripped. Listen to the ne'er-do-well newlywed backtracking and rewriting history. What? Stevie's probably looking forward to the fraud-free farm life. What's <laughs> he talking about? Stevie. Oh, my cat? Stevie's going to have the fraud-free farm life. No, he's not. Stevie's not going to the farm. I thought you said Stevie was going no, to the farm. No, Stevie's staying with my daughter. Oh. No. Oh, Stevie's staying with your daughter. Okay, yeah. well, we, he was confused. I'll have visitation rights. I thought Stevie was no, going to the fraud-free no, no, farm no, life. No, no, no. That's Abe. Abe. Hey. <laughs>
It's going to the fraud. I can't keep track back. myself. It's such it's, it's, so many. It's cats. so confusing. I had to go to the vet today to pick up. Oh, the, that's such a good line too. A fraud-free farmland. <laughs> no, I, no, I just had to pick up the. Uh, you know, I, I had to pick up the uh, the pill. I, I felt like taking it. The after. pill. Well, the sedative. Get them Nate or Snoot or uh, yes. Spade or Neuter. Do you don't have to get no, them? No, 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 no. It's not going on the pill. Oh, I'm at the. Uh, oh, I you, have to, you have to like break it up and put it in the wet food, and so they get all goofy and they kind of take a nap. It's basically, what meat sauce does every day between the hours right. of noon and four. He doesn't need a sedative. You explain what happened uh, at Northwestern this weekend. Twenty-one you know, nothing. I'm, they I'm, dominated the first half. It, yes, it was, it was the old tale of two I, halves. I, yeah. Uh, happy anniversary, by the way. I know you were out for dinner the other night, but Thank I you, was. Appreciate that. Uh, we were watching. Aww. I was watching. Um, no, I saw the Gophers take the lead. They're you know like running away with it in front of eighty people at in, in at uh, Evanston, and thinking this is this is the kind of game the Gophers need right now after the North Carolina game and kind of reestablish themselves in the conference and the Big Ten West and just put the hammer down and just methodically beat them. So I, I, you know, they were up 31 to 10. I kind of, I, I, I was watching, to be honest with you, I was watching Ohio State and Notre Dame, which was a very compelling game and for lots of reasons. And, you know, two you know major powerhouses going at it. Um, you know, I, it wasn't like I lost track of the game, but I, you know, all of a sudden it's 31-17. And then I was talking to Grimm about it at the Viking game yesterday. I went, all of a sudden you look up and going, wait, the Gophers are up 31-24? to So then I caught my interest and I flipped over and watched inexplicably watched Northwestern. Um, I, I thought it was I, I thought it was Justin Herbert or, or Pat Mahomes quarterback in Northwestern. The ease in which they moved down the field, rolling out and finding receivers, calling three plays in eleven seconds, and the Gophers. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know. There's so many things you can go after them for, but to lose that game is inexcusable. Any number of ways, however you want to slice it, it just was, it's just uh, embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, I think next to the Bowling Green game, but that wasn't a conference game. Um, it's just a head shaker. Uh, it, there's, there's no reason for a game like that to, to, to get that conservative offensively, uh, to be that loose defensively, because I think they've had a, you know, I think they have a pretty good secondary. They've had a decent pass rush. You know, they got some players. I it just, to allow Northwestern of all teams to do that to them, um, it's just, and, and they did it with ease. Honestly, they did it with ease. And then the overtime, you know, they had a great play call. The Gophers had to settle for a field goal in the opening possession of overtime. And and I think he kind of knew it was going to happen. And Northwestern pulled a, you know, the rabbit out of the hat and you know, executed a perfect play uh, know, to their tight end or whomever was wide open to, to win the game. And it was just like, well, that, that, that was, that was a, that was a bad movie you don't want to see again. Um, so anyway, how much you can say? It was just a, a, it's a total embarrassment to lose a game after leading Northwestern 31 to 10. Well, a question for the two of you. Uh, <clears throat> which tight end leads the league in yardage receiving so far? This I could, year? I have no idea. John Mackey. I don't know. Probably your guy. La, Laporta. Well. Through three weeks. I know in terms of fantasy points, Laporta is number two overall behind. TJ Hawkinson. Oh, well, there you go. You and your little Paul charging how fantasy about, uh, stuff. Ahead. How about Tay-Tay's boyfriend? All I know is in the game that really counts, one team's 2-1 and one playing for first place on Thursday, the other's 1-3. Oh, Thursday night. T-Swift's so, boyfriend missed uh, week one. So, Oh, yeah, that's that's true. That's right. He got hurt. Where, where's that game? Uh, is it in Pontiac? Or is it's it in, Curly. Um, is that Curly? Oh, that's even better. God, don't you wish you were going? No. <laughs> you love to be there with Deuce. Well, Deuce and I will be. We'll be at. Uh, let's oh just say we we, we will be at. You know, uh, 
Well, we were thinking the Vikings-Lions game on Christmas Eve was going to be for the division yeah, title. No, now it's like, yeah. I don't know. Should well, we take a couple of phone calls? Uh, sure, why not? Yeah. Because we don't, you know, we, we, we don't take a lot of calls because no, nobody likes us and calls generally. Let's go <laughs> ahead and talk to Mike. Mike, you're on the fan. Hey, Tommy. How you guys doing? Good. We're doing good. What's on your mind? Hey, um, just you're talking about rebuilding the Vikings, but, you know, I looked on NFL.com. And guess what team has the two worst grades for draft classes for the last two drafts? Um, let me guess. How many guesses do I get? I'll say Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> uh, you are right, Common. Yep. No! Yeah, that, how could you do that? How could you do that two years in a row have the worst draft grade on a class for two years in a row? You, you think that'd be impossible. It's yeah. just my chance, you know? Yep. And the game yesterday, I think my, for me, the difference was Justin Herbert. We rushed him a lot. I think he wanted us to. He's so good. He gets the ball well, away so quick. Yeah. yeah. And he, he's, he's so strong. I think he, I think we, we the, the, I was really disappointed with the defensive strategy. I think we played right into his hand. Well, it's like they, they didn't make any adjustments in Philadelphia and they kind of played right in and just let him rush down your throat. And then they had the game between the quarterback with Cousins and O'Connor. You got to get that. I mean, he, he, that's not an NFL play, not getting the ball. You had like yeah. six chances to get the ball in from the 10 yard line. You got to get that in. Thanks, well, Mike. Appreciate it. I think Mike to, speaks for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, the defensive way. personnel just isn't uh, high enough quality to beat the better teams. You know, they're, they're gonna they'll hang in there. And again, we we they, they did it all last year. And well, that's the thing. Even year. the teams that even the teams that'll end up but, winning five six games this right. year, most of the time they're not on 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 the wrong end of a beatdown like Denver was right. yesterday. Like up they're usually one score games. Right. Every they are. even the one that when the bad team plays a good team. Good team usually wins, and unless it's Kansas City or somebody dominant, games are usually fairly close. So, just, yeah, you know, I mean, it's again, just, it's a loser's lament, I think, to say. It but is. But, you know, if this play would have went that way and that play would have went that way, yeah, right. Like Because, like you said at the very beginning, that 13-4 and four season, you turn a couple of those plays around and all it's 13-4 and four is suddenly looking like 9-8. and eight. Yeah, the Buffalo game you mentioned, even the New Orleans game in London, a couple, of, a bunch of other ones. But it, we'd have a whole, a whole different discussion the next day, and that's, that's the loser's lament. Because of that, you say, wow, I can't believe that, you know, Evans didn't make that catch or, you know, whatever it might be. Here's uh, another call from Billy. Billy, you're on the fan. Thanks for calling, Billy. Hey, guys. Hey, I, I just had a, a quick little comment, maybe a question, and then, and then I wanted to say something else, too. But, you know, like with all the money the quarterbacks are making, and you got to you gotta strike with them, to, you know, get them, and, and then hopefully they're great with, for the six years before they get really paid. You know, those guys are making like $40 million a year. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, to make sense of the NFL, you almost have to have two salary caps, one for defense <laughs> and one for offense. Because, yeah. you know, like yeah. five years from now, those guys are going to be making $70 million a year. Who knows? And my other comment was uh, that, that uh, coach for the Dolphins, uh, he, he did the gentleman thing and, and not try to score the, you know, win, get the record for points. But I'll guarantee you, that Peyton would have done it, and I'll hang up. <laughs> I think he's right. Yeah, well, uh, uh, yeah. Sean Peyton got me. He's right. Peyton would have done it. Here's the thing. Do you think it's possible? See, I, I don't know anything about the relationship between those. But if you remember, as Tennessee to be brought up earlier in, in the program, um, Peyton was the one that he criticized last year's Denver. Was that Hackett? Hackett? Yeah, Nathaniel Just Hackett. said it was maybe the worst coaching job right. ever. So right. do you think this Dolphins coach kind of for coaches all over decide, oh, show, we'll show you about bad coaching, yeah. buddy boy? Because that's, 
I mean, 70 points has only been scored like two other times in the history of the National Football League. Uh, there was the sh- 70, shocked. there was the 73 to nothing NFL Championship game many, many Washington years ago against the Giants or something. Yeah, I don't remember right. who it was. 73, 73 but, donut. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's so it, it almost seems to me like the coach for the Dolphins decided, you know what? This he used is for to be Hackett. a ball boy for Denver, too, I believe. This is for Hackett yeah. and all those yeah. other coaches. Yeah. That you beat oh, little. I think a lot of, I, I bet a lot of coaches and a lot of players around the league were rooting. And that's a, look, that's a fun, not just be, Forgetting the 70 they put up. They can't forget it, but that's a fun team to watch. I mean, I hope Tua stays healthy. Um, they got a lot of weapons. That they're, The AFC is, is pretty wide open. There's some great quarterbacks in that in that uh, conference and explosive offenses. And, and uh, you know, it's just... Miami. Be, I'll be curious to see if Miami ever runs into a team that just tries to just out-physical them, especially once you get into the playoffs, yeah, because sure. they've just gone the entire speed route. Right. Oh, like if you look at like, like the track top, team. If you look at like the yeah. top eight speeds so far in the NFL, it's been all Tyreek Hill, oh, yep. Devon A-Chain, who just blew up yesterday. He was their uh, rookie right, running back they drafted. Right. Jalen Waddles fast. Raheem Mostert, yeah, also they is fast. A, like they just go speed guys. They got a they got a four hundred uh, meter relay team on that on that yeah. football team. <clears throat> now someone's taking a cheap shot at PA. All last year, PA said you're only as good as your record. Today, he said over and over, the Vikings are better than 0-3. <laughs> I always love that That doesn't surprise me. Uh, I he, think someone uh, someone wise once said, you are you are what your record shows you are. Yeah. Um, and look, at uh, look. You are what you wear, except for meat sauce. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's true. If you're a woman and you got 400... <laughs> now, uh, what do you think about uh, the Twins? It, it, I, it, it seems to me that... Paul Deli, without even coming out and saying it, has yep. basically said Joe Ryan will start Game Three if the, Game it, Three is necessary. Right? It sure sounds that way. Yeah, if Game Yeah, if Game Three is necessary uh, next Thursday because they play Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday if necessary here next week at Target Field against an opponent to be named yet. But I, I mean, again, it's, it's I my personal opinion and it's, it means nothing. I'd go with Sonny Gray in Game One because to me he's got that gamer. He's just a gamer. He's been I'm a gamer all you. year. I'm with you there. I would go with Sonny Gray too. And then but Pablo. I don't know. But I think the manager is going to go with uh, Lopez. I think, but I don't know. He might. That, that's and, just gut. That's no information. And it really, again, it doesn't. I'm saying it doesn't really matter because you have to have one. You know, they have to have they both of them pitch well. Um, and then maybe Ryan three. It sounds like Maeda might be more suited for the bullpen. And well, he you know, did that with Los Angeles. He did. And you know, they, they've had some interesting. And we'll look at the rest of this week with Paddock and a few other guys that they brought up that are getting healthy again. That can add to that bullpen. Um, I'm a little concerned. I, I watched the, their, their clinching game the other night with Duran coming in again, and he was pretty shaky in that ninth inning. He's not been as effective. No, nope. and I, I I don't know how Rocco's going to approach that. I think I don't think he's going to change. You know, co- the coaches, the managers get a little like this is the guy. This is the guy that got us here. Just win games ten to. Well, yeah, that, we don't need that a close nice. lead. Uh, and obviously, the bigger issues are uh, number one, Royce Lewis uh, and Correa, uh, getting those two yeah. guys back in the lineup. And I think it, it sounds as if they'll, they'll both be there. But you know, we have to wait and see. They've got all week to to get healthy and the, o- the only thing, yeah, spending well, a lot I, of time I, in the training room. My guess is they'll both play. The only thing is, is it's Hammy with um, Royce with Royce, and you know how those can be oh, yeah. problematic. Oftentimes, it's not like, well, they're gone. Yep, now, I'm not saying it's going to be problematic, but yeah. oftentimes it is, so that's the other thing you got to watch Next for. Tuesday, yep. So now you're out until when do we talk uh, to you? I'm going to call you during spread spring okay. on Thursday. I, I'm heading down to Iowa, Iowa City, home of the Hawkeyes. Home of like the Hawkeyes. Alan Page. And, yeah, we've got, got a big Alan thing Page going down there. Yeah. Then you're bringing cats down for adoption, too. <laughs> it's just right? a, uh, moving. It's just... Yeah, it's, it's a hot mess. Yeah, it is. It never ends with the legendary Mark Rose. And then we'll talk to you on Thursday. Uh, yes, by, with by phone or Opal or whatever we call whatever it. Whatever we call it. Tenaby, thanks for having me. Hey, great job. And you as well. You were terrific. And uh, 
Here's what we'll do. We'll 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 bid adieu. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 12, uh, 1 o'clock. It's PJ Flex Show tomorrow at uh, 12 noon. Uh, Big Tick and JG, they're next here on The Fan. Good night, folks, and good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. I'm a fraud. Yes. <laughs> Listen back to any of Common Man's pro-life podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or KFAN.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.